I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Remember, we were shipwrecked together. Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott, he's Jim DeRogatis, and we have crammed our brains so full of music there's no telling what's going to bubble up any given day. When one of us has a song we cannot get out of our heads, that means it's a candidate for the Desert Island Jukebox. Jim, you've got today's pick. Give us a hint about what you're going to go with. Greg, I'm going to play one of the best British bands I bet you've never heard of, because I was completely ignorant. All right, I am intrigued. That's going to be in a minute on Sound Opinions. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. Jim, you've got a very intriguing song, it sounds like, to play for us on the Desert Island Jukebox. What is it? I do, Greg. I am not a huge fan of early 60s, mid-60s British blues bands, you know? I mean, it took me long enough to learn to appreciate the real deal from America. Obviously, some exceptions, like the Rolling Stones and the Yardbirds at their best. So I had never heard of this group. My buddy Tony in the band, you know, this is the good thing about being in a band. We sit and talk (laughs) as much as we uh, ever make bad punk rock music. He said, you've never heard of the Groundhogs, have you? You've got to listen to the Groundhogs. You ever hear that band? No, I have not. So the Groundhogs were a British blues band founded in uh, late 1963. Basically, the one constant member has been the guitarist, Tony McPhee, guitarist-vocalist. And early on, they ain't nothing special, all right? Their big claim to fame is they played a lot of John Lee Hooker's songs, and when Hooker went over to the UK in 64, they backed Hooker. That's That sounds like, you know, British blues, 64-101. They undergo a transformation, though. Pare down, get rid of the harmonica player. <laughs> and become a, a power trio round about uh, 1969. And three albums follow, 70, 71, uh, 72. Thank Christ for the bomb, Split, <laughs> and who will save the world? The mighty Groundhogs. They have clearly begun to drink the Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid laced with the LSD, Mr. Cott. And this band, I swear, invents stoner rock psychedelic blues circa, uh, you know, 1970, long before anybody in the desert in America Mm. begins patenting that genre. There's still a blues band, but things are stretching out. Time is becoming elastic. There's this incredible, dirty grunge sound because they were never a great blues band, right? They were a little ham-fisted, but the LSD added to the mix makes everything, uh, you know, just surreal and uh, fuzz and feedback and weirdness. You know, those albums actually chart. At one point, the Rolling Stones are big fans, and they tour with the Stones in 71. They chart in the UK, but complete unknowns in the U.S. Then they kind of, uh, you know, I guess they get sober. (laughs) They break up, they reform, they reform, they break up, they break up, they reform. At some points, Dave Anderson, the bass player of Hawkwind, begins to play with them. You know how much I love the Hawkwind, right? You know, and that connection makes sense because in the same way that Hawkwind were dirty, grungy bikers, (laughs) but dreaming of universal expansion and 
touring toward the wet white light, right? You know, there's this psychedelic element that's just fantastic. That middle album split of their trio of beloved records in the UK is particularly tuneful, and the song I'm going to play is called Cherry Red. This is very much like Psychotic Reaction by The Count Five, mm-hmm. you know, a, a great American Nuggets-era psychedelic garage band. Same idea, right? This woman's leaving me, and I'm losing my mind, you know? So the idea of this woman having this guy, all night long I loved her, morning came too soon, I knew she'd be gone by the afternoon, I said, please don't go! Why? Because, you know, his blood runs cherry red, cherry, cherry, cherry red when she's gone. I I don't know what that means, right? There's not a lot of sense in these lyrics, and they're anti-the man, uh, anti-establishmentarianism is also poorly kind of voiced. Thank Christ for the bomb? They don't really mean that they you know or maybe they mean that thank goodness the nuclear bomb hasn't fallen yet anyway they're a little addled in the head they're a little (laughs) ham-fisted they're a little long-winded but man listen to the just the grunge on this song cherry red from 1971 by the groundhogs on sound opinions Greg, every time I think that I have heard all the music that can be heard, especially in the gym vein of psychedelic, weird, punk, proto-punk, right? You know, you discover something else you'd never heard, and you're like, how come I made it this far in life, 56 years with no Groundhog's Cherry Red in it? I don't know, Jim. (laughs) That is one of those eternal questions that has no answer. Well, that's it for this bonus episode. For more full episodes of Sound Opinions, visit soundopinions.org. And to sponsor the show, email sponsor at soundopinions.org. Thanks for listening.